What's up, man? What's good with you, brother? How you doing? How you doing? Oh, doing good, doing good. Just trying to get adjusted over here. <laughs> <laughs> Understand that. Yeah. Yes, sir. I think everybody's trying to get adjusted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. An adjustment period. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. How you? How you been, man? Um, <laughs> how you been? I had better days. I tell you that. I, I can tell you that. Man, it ain't been my worst, but I had better. <laughs> I will tell you that. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, <laughs> it's been an interesting week, uh, especially for Florida yeah. Gators fans, college football. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it has been range of emotions. It's been emotional. Emotional week started from the weekend. Yep. This is why this is why we all love college football right here. <laughs> this ain't the part I like about it. Not when it happened. <laughs> Not when the shoe is on this foot. <laughs> yeah. Only thing you can do is move forward. <laughs> so let's get this yeah. thing started, man. Let's go. Uh, let's you, go. Did you do anything other than you know football this weekend? Oh uh, yeah, man. Um Went to my girl's parents' house, had a good little time up there, so just chilled out, came on back, so watched the game, probably should have stayed up there. Okay. I knew this was happening. Yeah, how about yourself? Uh, nothing, man. Uh, just weep and cry. <laughs> hey, I understand. Oh, man. Mm. <laughs> I went through about four boxes of tissue. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, curled up in a ball. Had uh, grandma's old quilt. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, man. yeah, that was tough. No, I didn't. I didn't really do anything. Um, I was kind of under the weather this weekend. Um, that's one of the first times I ever like took a nap on Saturday during college football. So yeah, I wasn't really feeling too hot, and that's kind of <laughs> I knew something. <laughs> I knew something. The new was, was up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, real quick, man. This is we got before we even get the show started, man. Let's go to the chat already. Da Vinci, clap, clap, flag. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. Yeah. yeah. And we'll get into it. Um, let's go ahead and start the show, man. So, <clears throat> welcome to Talking Sauce, where we get big sauce, talk college football and sports. So, grab a drink, kick back, come out and hang out with us. I'm your host, Tim. Tonight, joining me as always. What's up, Juice? How y'all doing, good peoples? <laughs> so, Juice, Juice, you said, you told me, you said, tonight you're not, you're not drinking? What's going on? Man? man, look here, I ain't drinking. I don't deserve to drink. Florida Florida brought this on themselves. They brought this. They they making me feel this pain. So, I got two special sauces tonight. <laughs> and I'm hoping that this is going to help cleanse myself and the Florida Gators. Because we're going to need a new start. No, uh, Juicy and uh, what you about to <laughs> you about to put a spell on somebody, <laughs> man. <laughs> Juice, oh, you got bro. some herbs over there, <laughs> man. I need some. <laughs> they better be glad I ain't win in California or Colorado. <laughs> this would be a whole new podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be talking sauce, <laughs> <laughs> right. Speaking of speaking of uh, California and all that, tonight's sauce 
It's actually called stone fruits juice. <laughs> oh, see, I need that. Might need that. So <laughs> <laughs> you the can here. Yeah. Ah, okay. So this is uh from Sycamore Brewing, and it's called Stone Fruits. It's a wheat ale with fruit, and uh, it's got juicy mangoes, sticky peach, and sweet nectarine. Um, so for me, um, let me take a sip of this thing real quick. Man, it's it's a it's a light beer. Um, on the lighter side, uh, it's a wheat beer. So if you ever had wheat beer, uh, it's a very drinkable beer. Um, for me, it the peach and mango flavor really good. It's really fresh. Uh, I wish it was a sour uh, like I had last week. Um, for some reason, I, I I think sours might be one of my favorite beers. Um, yeah. And uh, but it's a it's a wheat beer, so um, it's an interesting flavor. All around, it's a solid beer. It's got a solid beer flavor. For me, I give it a, um, um, I give it three out of five. So, um, not my favorite, but it's very drinkable, light, and uh, very balanced. Balanced. Do you mm-hmm. taste the fruit in there? Oh yeah. You... oh yeah. That's the first thing you taste. It's mm-hmm. like it's like very. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very fresh and fruity on the on the front end. <laughs> front end. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Same, same uh, game. You guys can check out, if you want to know more, go. You can follow us on social media. If you guys have any recommendations for us, hit us up on social media. Throw it in the chat. Um, we got a big show lined up for you guys. We appreciate all you coming out already. Chat is already lit. Uh, so, Go ahead and take a minute. If you're in here, go ahead and hit that like button. Uh, if this is your first time on the show, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Uh, so <clears throat> we appreciate all you guys coming out. We just hit last week. We hit um, 100 followers. So thank um, you. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate all of y'all, man. Y'all y'all been with us through thick and thin. We appreciate it. We're going to keep coming with the content for you. Uh, remember, you can also listen to our audio only podcast. We appreciate all of, all of our audio only listeners. Uh, listening to us from home, at work, at the store, whenever. I uh, actually looked at, we got some people, uh, Juice, in, um, I think it was uh, Ecuador. Uh, we got some people. Oh, wow. in, yeah, yeah. We got some people in, uh, I think it was Ireland. We had some people. Oh, snap. So, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Kind of cool. would be international. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, man. Thank y'all. Um, kind of cool. So, appreciate, yeah. Ecuador, Ireland, United States, and so that's pretty awesome that's to see that we, you know, reaching people around the world. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, remember, you can visit us at TalkingSauce.com. Um, we got merch. Um, you can visit our merch lineup. We got the Big Sauce Collection. We got the Champs Collection. Uh, so that's a way you can support our channel. We also have a sauce fund where you guys can help us and recommend these tasty beverages right here. Um, you can donate to our channel as well. All the links are in the description down below. Yeah. <clears throat> so, man. Let me Jude. go and get my two sauces out the way for you right quick. Yeah, no, nah, give us give us, give us, us one. Hold, you got to hold some sauce, man. Give us one. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to get y'all both of them. <laughs> All right, the first sauce. It's grape juice. Mm. Well, just to be exact, five <laughs> out of five. <laughs> I needed that for my heart after this game. 
you know, grape juice is good for the heart. And I needed that for this game. After this, after this week, then I got me some H, good quality H2O. That's my second sauce. Mm, mm, mm. Nothing beats that. Five out of five. I need that to cleanse myself from this crap that I had this weekend. So, yeah, those are my two sauces for the night. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it, it, it go, was ahead, <laughs> go ahead and uh you know you're giving us the sauces. Uh tell us about tell us about your game. Tell us about Saturday. How did things go for you? How did this watching experience go for you? <laughs> that's how they, that's how it went for me. It, it was just flat out terrible. I, I don't um, he play straight like crap. Uh, also, too, while he's I, talking I, I, in the in the chat, go ahead. Let's. I want to. We already had some people in the chat. Um, you know, say how they felt about this game. Go ahead again. Put put how you how you watched the game, how it went for you. Uh, just give us your overall experience of watching this, watching Florida lose to Kentucky. Sorry, just go ahead. No, no, you good. I I really don't even know where to even point a finger at because it 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 was just all around just bad. Um, this I I will say this this was had to be the most weirdest game because. Normally, I'm real emotional when it comes to these games. I get like, man, what y'all doing? You know, I'm being real explicit and all that. But this game, I was so calm. Mm. And I should have known something. I had no emotion. And I think that's how the team played, too. It was like no emotion. I don't know what was the problem. And I'm still baffled by the time taking the timeouts and going into the half. I don't care. Push the ball down the field. You got to make a statement anyway. It's so much. I mean, why did they switch over to a silent count? What? Why was there so many false stars? What? Like, it's so bad. I'm going to just be honest with you. This game here just said, for me, somebody just got to go. And, like, I'm going to be honest with you, Todd Grandpa called a good game. But he got to go. I, I, he, him and Hevesy just need to be gone. I just need them gone by the end of this year. I need them out. Somebody got to go. I, yeah. I, I, I just don't know what to say. I, and, like, mm-hmm. uh, real quick while you're talking, Brian Court, the offense was embarrassing. I could care less about the stats. In fact, the stats make the loss twice as bad. Man, mm-hmm. you could not be more correct, my friend. I'm a, He's absolutely customs. In a few minutes, <laughs> we'll get to um, <laughs> we'll get to uh, kind of the breakdown of the game and stuff. Um, let's go to Frank. Frank, I felt like I was in a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, the I misses. It's the only nightmare we had in October. 
the missus, <laughs> my wife, is in it, but I was yelling obscenities like, and she's talking about me. She yeah, said, my uh-huh. hubby, my hubby was yelling obscenities like, what the bloop? <laughs> I knew something was wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, um, that was a tough game. That, uh, like I said, I wasn't feeling too well on Saturday, anyways. It was awesome, you know, it was weird. So, um, yeah, we'll go ahead. Let's we'll go ahead. I'm gonna break down the game before I give my full opinion on everything. Uh, so the number and these are the rankings currently. So uh, the number twenty Florida Gators um, was at number sixteen Kentucky Wildcats. The game ended thirteen to twenty uh, in a game riddled with penalties. Florida Gators had fifteen um, penalties for 115 yards, with eight of them huh. being false start penalties. Um, Kentucky, the Kentucky Wildcats. So Will Levis ended the game uh, seven of uh, seventeen with 87 passing yards, one touchdown, and one interception. Um, only four receivers for uh, the Wildcats caught passes, with three receivers only recording one catch, and one and uh, 41 of the 87 receiving yards came on one play. The touchdown to Wondell Robinson. Uh, Chris Rodriguez had 19 carries for 99 yards and one touchdown. Kentucky went one and on on third down, had a total of 224 uh, offensive yards, and held a time of possession of the ball 23 minutes and 42 seconds. Um, so <laughs> the Florida Gators. Um, and this, I'm a kind of, um, we'll talk about Florida just overall, but I just kind of wanted to give you kind of some stats from Kentucky. When hearing those stats, Juice, how does that make you feel? <laughs> how did they win? <laughs> yeah. If you told how me, if you showed me those stats, if you said Kentucky would go seven for 17, with 87 passing yards, one touchdown, one interception, and you would hold Chris Rodriguez, one of the best running backs in uh, the SEC, uh, under, 100. Under, under 100 with one touchdown. Kentucky goes one for nine on third down. Big key right there. Uh-huh. One for nine on third down. <laughs> and, and they still win the game? Not only that, just only 224 total yards. <laughs> I would say Florida, man, that's – I'd say what – it's like you supposed to, yeah, that game to, that 40 right, there you go. 10, I don't know, that's what I would say on the outset. Um, that, but then you have that's why you have to look at games with context, and then you start telling me, Oh, well, Florida had 15 penalties for 115 yards. That's <laughs> more like, than the running back had, dude. That's more than the running back and Will Levis had, Juice. They moved <laughs> back more than the. <laughs> they moved back more than the damn running back had yards going forward. Real quick, shout out. What's up, Jonathan? How you doing, man? What's good? <laughs> How you so, doing? Um, yeah, Jonathan, yeah. man, real good dude. You guys um haven't heard him, man. Check him out. He talks about all college football on his channel. Um yes, sir. Yeah, he, he he has some good informative informative information uh, if you like college football. Um, also, Juice, I'm gonna throw out some other stats. So Florida had a total of 382 yards. Uh-huh. Um, they went four for 13 on third down, so not not even Kentucky, better, not even yep. better than Kentucky, really. <laughs> yep. Um, but 
listen to this juice and uh-huh. i'm just going to tell you these and then i'm not going to well i guess you'll know what they are so um the first quarter with 519 left florida goes three plays three yards the first quarter with two seconds left florida goes three plays minus five yards the second quarter 156 left florida goes four plays for 21 yards the third quarter eight minutes left florida goes four plays for zero yards the fourth quarter 14 minutes left 14 minutes and uh 49 seconds left uh florida goes two plays minus four uh so florida had 12 offensive drives and punted on six of those drives and two of those drives went for negative plays completely well, I t- I'll tell you, three of those drives went for no yards completely. <laughs> so, yes. yeah, um, you're not going to win a lot of games with those type of stats, especially against no. defense um, uh-uh. as well coached as Kentucky's, right? Right. Um, and you could tell just during that game, Kentucky, <laughs> their defensive plan, they knew exactly what Florida wanted to do. And um, Florida never adjusted to – um, you know, what Kentucky was doing on defense. Um, they did some really good things on their defensive line to combat the QB run. Um, and Florida, like I said, I think Florida, they never made really a, really any good adjustments um, in this game. And then also, obviously, as well, is when you um, have the – when you get uh, that many penalties, one hundred or 15 for 115, um uh-huh. You're always playing. You're going from, you know, there's times we were third and four, third and five, and then you would end up being third and 10, third and 12. Um, with the type of quarterback Emory Jones is, um, you want to have those short yardage possessions. You don't want to, right. be, you know, behind the sticks and having to play uh, that far from behind, you know. Um, mm-hmm. There are so many times we shot ourselves in the foot. Um, Emory Jones – you know, he actually played well this game. Um, there, we'll talk about we'll talk about you know some things that he can get better on in a second. But uh, I'm just gonna say some stats real quick. So Emory Jones went 23 for 31 for 203 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Um, go ahead, Juice. No, go ahead. Uh-uh. Say that again now. I said Emory Jones went um, 23 for 31. Mm-hmm. For 203 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. And honestly, he did. He played really, he was being really effective. But I will still say, he he was missing. A, it was a lot of wide open players he was missing to. Um, Juice, tell I the mean, people he, what you're drinking on again. Jonathan said, what you drinking on, Juice? <laughs> great juice. <laughs> I need it for the heart. <laughs> and I'm drinking water just to cleanse me out from the crap I had to take this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, man. I mean, Emery, he was, he was. And honestly, that, that intercession was, it was crucial. I mean, I, unfortunately, I hated it. Because he was being real effective, but I I do like his the way that he still came back out and got us back down the field again, but penalty. So everybody got a lot. To, uh, everybody just had to point at themselves on this one. 
Well, and I think, too, for me, this game, it was more of um, coaching and Dan Mullen than Emory Jones. I thought Emory Jones played, you know, for what they asked him to do, he played fairly well. Uh, I just think that, man, to me, you did a disservice. And I, and I, and sometimes, you know, with the offensive line doing having that many false starts, eight of them, um, and all those penalties in general, um, He's going to have to, you know, that's the thing about being QB. Sometimes things are going to happen. You're going to have to adjust. It's not going to suit your game, but you're still going to have to adjust. But I think there's a lot of times when they had them doing those QB runs. Um, I feel like Florida never um, really got into the option a lot. They never got into any end arounds. They never got into any wide receiver screens. Uh, a lot of those plays were there. Kentucky with eyes a lot of the times they're um, what they really did good was um, a lot of their defenders were looking into the backfield uh, with the QB run because they know that Florida is a real heavy QB run team. A uh, lot of those zone reads and stuff. And they did a really good job of um, even the safeties, the cornerbacks, the nickels, all of them. When they the ball was snapped, eyes in the backfield, right? Backfield. Yeah. Um, and. <clears throat> they did really good on that. And like I said, I think Florida just <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know why they feel like they can throw the ball down the field. Uh the longest throw was 22 yards to Xavier Henderson. There's no shots down the field, even when Kentucky was playing press coverage. One on one matchups on the outside. Um Emory Jones could never get his legs going because of Kentucky, they were ready for the QB run. Fine. Yep, they, they was eyes in the backfield. They were pretty much daring Florida to throw the ball down the field. Right. Uh, even even when Florida had numbers to run the ball, the offensive line struggled to block um, and adjust to Kentucky's defensive line movements. That was another thing that Kentucky did really good. Um, Florida, these these first few games, deep our offensive line came in and played. Solid, well, uh, the turnaround from 2020, you could see right. Line, it was like, like that was yeah, one going problem. Places, yeah, yeah, that was one thing that we didn't have to worry about was the offensive line. Well, it came back and bit us in the ass, bit us. didn't it? <laughs> Ooh, to the um, big chunk. Yeah, the I don't know what that was. I don't know why. And even we say it's the offensive line, but to me, as a coach as well, you gotta adjust. After after three yeah, penalties, you would think, yeah, after you three would, penalties, you got to do something else. Something else. Like, hey, let's figure something else out. But you kept it up in, like, something ain't right with this game, man. Hey, I, I, I don't know, man. Something just ain't sitting in my spirits. <laughs> something just ain't, I mean... <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know, man. Something ain't yeah. right. And and um, just as th- this is what I know, I saw somebody in the chat. Um, let me go back here, real quick. We had someone say Brian Corth. It was. I had a bad feeling at halftime, and just to build off of that, Brian, I knew right before halftime it was at. Um, it was yeah one. So we got the ball. Uh, uh-huh. uh, one minute and 56 seconds left. Florida goes four, four plays, uh, 21 yards, but really had no sense of urgency to move the ball down the field. Um, and you actually had some decent plays on that drive where it looks like your your field goal kicker, he had already hit the, what, 51-yarder? 
I believe so. 50, yeah, 40 he or something. The, he, yeah. No, it was 51 because 50. we actually got a false start on that one. Um, yeah, that's right. So okay. Yeah. We had to move back because I think it was 46 and then. That's right. That's 51, right. And then so. So you don't even try to get the ball, you know, run the two minute drift, run two minute offense. Like, I don't understand that. And I knew at that point in time, because um, what was the score during that time? Was it 10, I think it was 13? like. The, yeah, it was like they was only a three point ahead of us, three points. So it was like you could at least push down the field. Even that would have been momentum going in, even if you didn't even score. But to see that drive, like, okay, well, we got down there. We can build off that. We was just, we just sat there and just like, I mean, we, we actually were like a dead headlights. Yeah, that was just. Man, if you wanna you wanna you wanna see some bad coaching, uh, go, that was go back, it. Go back that, and watch um, Florida on Saturday. Um, that Kentucky. was terrible, yo. <laughs> oh. um, it was not good. It was it was rough to watch, um, especially you know as a Florida fan. There were so many times that um, <laughs> it, it was just like even at halftime, I was like, okay. That was a weird situation. I was like, but we're going to get things adjusted at halftime, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it still looked like the offense – I mean, I don't know. I don't understand why you don't push the ball down the field. You got the receivers. You got Jacob Copeland. You got Xavier Henderson. You have Justin Shorter. You have huge guys on your field. You have Trent Whittemore. Those 50-50 balls, at least you have to attempt them. <laughs> you have to you have to at least throw them to keep Kentucky honest and keep them keep those eyes punish them when those eyes are there was a lot of times when you go back and watch um Kentucky a lot of times their cornerbacks and they they did this they kind of switched it up a little bit sometimes they would completely bail and they would yeah. keep people out but it was a lot of times there you would see their cornerbacks they would sit flat because they knew no. uh-huh. it was not about to throw the ball down the field at all. Zero. They literally, I think they knew somebody told them the game plan. Or you really know if, well, you don't, you don't even have to see the game plan. Just go back and watch the first few games. Um, and they right. remember uh, Stoops', uh, Stoops brother, remember he coached, a, he's what, the defensive coordinator at uh, uh, USF. Um, yeah, USF. So, or is it FAU? I think he's with Willie Tiger. I think he's with Willie Tiger. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, that's yep. right. Yep. So, I mean, <clears throat> I just think it was, it was just a weird, a overall weird situation, an overall weird game. Normally, Florida comes out at halftime or even before halftime. Remember last year in 2020 when Florida uh-huh. before halftime they were absolutely lethal. There was many times where we would go into the half and get that score. And, right. Um, Dan Mullen, man, he was not aggressive this game at all normally there was a, f- a couple fourth downs that he didn't nor- he normally would go for he didn't go for um then- yeah oh it's a lot fall on Dan Mullen yeah mm-hmm. Dan this was the probably one of the poorest coach game I think Dan probably has ever done because that was just really just to be honest with you it was atrocious because like you said at what point then do you sit here? Because I'm not, I, I'm not gonna blame Hevesy, but Dan Mullen, you the head coach. Why you go to silent count? Why you say, "Hey, man, take time out. Let's figure this out. How can we get this together?" 
because what well, how many how many false stars again? Eight, eight, nine, eight, eight false stars. Eight man. out of the fifteen penalties were false starts, and that was by it wasn't just by the uh, offensive line either. It was by the running right, back, running back. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dang. so. Yeah, it was it's just man. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it seems like sometimes when it's your time to lose, <laughs> it's just your time to lose, man. Man. <laughs> we lost. We and we and we definitely did. But and like you said, if you go look at those stats, you're like, how in the hell did Kentucky win? They those stats you just be like, nah, I know they didn't win. Yeah, it was it was not anything like I said. It was not anything that um, <laughs> if you just look at the on paper, it's just like there's no way to right. win this game. Even if you threw like three or four interceptions, you still have a very good chance of winning that game. <laughs> For real. <laughs> um, and then Florida, too, they control the clock, too. I think they had like – I think it was like 38 minutes that they – somewhere around there that they had uh, control the ball. So not only did you con- uh, out – out or uh, out gain them in you really, you you still the out possession. Them. Kentucky had no sacks this game. <laughs> you really outplayed. You uh, really they technically did. Go, ahead. go ahead, my bad. No, 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 no. You go ahead. I was just saying, no, we really outplayed them and you still lost. I never seen that. Well, you just still outplay somebody and you lose. Well, yeah, it, I think it's just that it was that shows you poor preparation um by the head coach and the coaches. Mm-hmm. Um because that's all it really came down to is just poor preparation. You don't change the silent or you don't change the claps. They can't hear the claps. Um, you <clears throat> um, also even Kentucky, when they did get positive plays and when they were running the ball, um, they were they were getting they, they were, were getting moving. some good chunks. Yes, they, they were getting were some getting, good chunks. But especially uh, in the second half, they were mm-hmm. really they were definitely getting good chunks. Yeah, yeah. So. <clears throat> They made Florida – there was a lot of times Florida should have adjusted to just – man, I don't know why – I don't understand why you just don't stuff the box on them, Kentucky. I mean, dude. It was <laughs> it was, it was the mirror image. Just play – just stack the box and let, us, let, let it play. But, again, we got tired grounding back there. So. Yeah, yeah. It just – it it was just not an overall good game. We I, like I said, I put this a lot on the coaches. Um, uh-huh. it, it was it was not good. And then not only that, man, there was to me with the with the scheme, no adjustments. And man, for me, Florida rotates too many players at certain times. And for me, like for example, right, um, uh-huh. uh, Xavier Henderson, right. Oh, okay, on offense. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you go to him um, one play, and I think he he only had two catches for thirty one yards. But you know that's pretty good. And then you you don't, you don't throw the ball to him yeah, anymore. Like, what is like? I don't understand that. And then same thing with Jacob Copeland, dude. Jacob Copeland, do you know when his first caught pass was, Juice? It was almost toward, wasn't it? Almost towards the third quarter, wasn't it? Am yeah, I- it was like the fourth quarter when he first caught the ball. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, you I, – I, I don't get it. You have Jacob Copeland. He ended the game with the most catches, but you didn't get him the ball until late. Why not do that early? Get him going early. He's that, your it, best receiver. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. 
who's wearing number one? Jacob Goldman. So why in the hell he ain't we ain't using them like number one? If anything, that's that's always your go to. So it make everybody know. Okay, we going to Jacob Copeland. That's what it. So then you can put it out to Xavier Henderson and, and uh, Shorter. So it command a little less attention on them. But whatever. I I don't. I, don't, I ain't gonna stroke out over this. Yeah, and it's you know it's just things that um, we we all see. Um, there's a lot of the times, and you know, I, you know, I see people with Emory Jones, you know, um, not being able to read, you know, read the field and all that. But dude, listen, I'm gonna tell you this: you are correct, but guess what? There are ways to scheme around that. Florida did not call very good plays. There, they they could have wide receiver screen Kentucky to death. It was there the whole night. <laughs> it was there the whole night. There's no and, and and Kentucky did do a good job taking away the option because they would um they were sending it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They they did a good exactly. job holding the option. But but I think we I think the no, option still still would have still would have worked. I don't I don't care. The option still would have worked, but they were doing they definitely did a good job defensively. Um on Making sure that they we weren't gonna really run the option and make make like you said make us throw the ball downfield and we didn't. Yeah, yeah, it's it's an interesting thing going on right now with Emory Jones and Dan Mullen. Emory uh-huh. Jones, um, he literally had zero throws, <laughs> uh, other than that twenty-two yard down the field, and for me. For me, like um, when the the defense that Kentucky was playing, there's nothing to read. <laughs> like you're when when you have one on one on the outside, you're not right. reading anything but the one on one coverage. So for me, saying that he can't read, you can. There's situations where Kentucky literally is playing press coverage on the outside, and it's a one on one matchup with Jacob Copeland or Justin Shorter. What am yep. I? There's nothing to read. Here we go. And I don't care. I don't care if he does overthrow the ball. I don't honestly. Right. I don't care. You have to at least attempt to keep Kentucky honest. There was times Kentucky literally knew that it, there was no shots down the field coming at all, <laughs> at all. So, um, yeah. But you know, that's why we don't make the big bucks. <laughs> well, I think we may need to. <laughs> I don't know. This is what they're gonna be calling. I, I, I just pay me. You can pay me less. I, we can we can do more with that money. I can show y'all. We'll be the top recruit. Yeah. We'll be winning some games. We wouldn't be calling no crap like this. Yep. And I think that's why I think Dan Mullen's kicking himself right now because he know he 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 messed that game up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he better hope for a miracle because, well, I mean, we, I don't know. I, I'm not even going get, to get ahead of myself. We just, I'm, I'm scared of the Vanderbilt game now. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the tight ends, they only had two catches. 
I think that was a game for the tight ends to show out. Um, oh, man. Oh. Gamble uh, no was catches. open on a few. No catches for Keon Zipper. Kamori Gamble only had two catches. Um, so, yeah. And then, to me, with Damian Pierce, I felt like he ran the ball very well, but the rota- they kept rotating the backs. Um, uh-huh. Damian Pierce, he had eight carries for 54 yards, uh, 6.8 yards per carry uh, on only eight carries. So, man, feeding I mean, him the rock, yeah. Yeah, I think that was a game. That was a game that needed some physicality. And yeah, Damian Pierce, um, he he has that. He brings that. <clears throat> so, yeah, it was a yeah. tough game all over. Obviously, we had Kentucky. Um, they scored. Uh, they had twenty points, and they actually scored two touchdowns, and they blocked the field goal. What did you think when you saw that blocked field goal, Juice? Oh, that's when I knew the game was over. <laughs> I was like, that was a nail in the cuff. <laughs> it was over. Yeah, man. Because the crazy part, man, you know how you just know that like, I'm sitting here on the bed watching the game. And they just, you get this feeling, like, in your, you know, just sitting like, something ain't right. Something about to go wrong. Like, I don't know where it's at. Might be later on down the line or whatever. Soon as they kicked it, I was like, I don't think this ball about to go far. What happened? This man runs back all the way down the field. And you see that still missed tackle. Two people at least had had a chance to get missed tackle. Yeah. Let's Mm -hmm. go to the chat real quick. Yep, yep. Tidy, uh, Jonathan, man, oh man, you're always gonna have the tight end, uh, in the seams open. Yeah, Q, he what's had, up, Q? he had what's called open in the um, end zone. Dan Mullen doing rituals out here. <laughs> Brian <laughs> Corth, yeah, a lot of them were open and missed. Or Kentucky knew the cause and they knew that they weren't getting the ball. I don't know, man, that game was weird, definitely was. Uh huh. Jonathan, all right, guys, gotta go. Have fun to chat. All right, Jonathan, have a good one, man. Go on. Yep. Appreciate Ryan you Clark, How do we get false starts on a running back? <laughs> <laughs> Brian, man, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what. Well. <laughs> you know, you know, when you're right, you're right. Oh, <laughs> that's how it, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that game, man. It, it's like hard to explain because everything that you saw, and and you could tell too. I knew whenever Florida, when Jacob Copeland caught the ball, and there was a well, there was actually two moments in this game. Mm. Well, th- well, actually, three moments in this game that it just like everything was against us, right? Uh, so first, the block field goal, right? That was obviously bad juju right there. You, especially when the ball, anytime you kick, anytime the ball's kicked and it goes right into the other guy's hands. Yeah. <laughs> that's bad juju right there. And then second of all was the one where Emory Jones, uh, it's like fourth and something, and Emory Jones 
run, he runs, runs up the middle, fourth, fourth down, and then they call a false start. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my yeah. god! And that's, and that's when we had to settle because the score at the time was um, ten to twenty. That, that's crazy that we let them have twenty points on it. Anywho, uh, <laughs> and um, so it's ten to twenty. Emory Jones, Dan Mullen goes for it. He gets the first down, but it's a false start. And then they settle for three. So then the score is uh, 13 to 20. And then the last one was Jacob Copeland catching the ball. And on his, oh my gosh. And he takes a knee. Or no, no, sorry. He doesn't take a knee. No, no, he slips. He slips. slips. Yes. Yeah, the knee comes down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. And then another false start. The false start. That and that is what killed it because it was like, okay, I still think we got a good play call. You know, I it's going this is gonna work. False start, I was like, yeah. So what would be if that doesn't cap it off. <laughs> it's it was just Cute. they have to come out. I don't home. care what anybody says, that game was evil. <laughs> <laughs> I said that. That's just a tough, a tough loss because when, you, like, you know, when a team comes out and just plays better than you, then it's like that's really bad. nothing that. Yeah, that, that's like, like if, like, you know, if 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 uh, Will Levis would have came out and threw for like three hundred yards, right? Uh, three TDs comes out. 150 yards, you know, two touchdowns. It's just like, man, dude, Kentucky, they just better. They just came out. And they came out and beat us. And and I'm not taking anything. They won. They won the game. And that's that's the only thing that matters is, is uh-huh. a win. But for Florida, like, when you look at the game and you, and that, and you see how <laughs> the way you lost, <laughs> you literally gave them a, a whole touchdown and 15 yards. <laughs> Like, I'd be at practice, like, first day of the morning on Sunday. Like, we got to – that was just terrible. Like, everybody – the whole staff just need to run. <laughs> everybody need to run. Cause well, they need just, to run some uh, plays downfield. That's what they that, need That's to. what they need to do. <laughs> like, at this point now, you just need to open up the playbook. Because now you're playing around. You, you – this – Oh, well, I, I like to say you're playing chess, but it's time to play checkers now, buddy. So, <laughs> well, and, and, and what's weird is, like I said, you have Jacob Copeland. His first catch doesn't come to the third, in the third or fourth quarter, whatever it was. Uh-huh. That's ridiculous. And then he ends up with six catches. So that means that you could go to him, right? You, you, <laughs> oh, there was many times you could have, mm-hmm. but you're not. What, like, what is I? Yeah, the philosophy of this team is as backwards because I'm just my, my point behind this, and I'm not saying I'm not saying nothing about none of these players. Like I said, they all got more talent than I do because they playing at the University of Florida. Mm-hmm. But what I am saying is, when you have a guy like Jacob Copeland who clearly shows you, and yeah, he has his faults. He fumbled in the Tennessee game. He's slipping around out there on the turf and all that. But he showed you you could hit, when you need to get the ball to me. I'm gonna get it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, yep. you know, it is what it is, and it's time to move on. 
Um, how do you guys in the chat? Let me hear you guys. How do you what? And I'll ask you the same question to you, Juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm still here. Uh huh. What is your outlook to the season now? Since Florida has two losses, they're behind in the East. And it's going to yep. take a miracle for them to even do anything, even if they do beat Georgia. I don't think it's going to matter, honestly, because now, yeah, now you're behind. Like, I think they're fourth in the East right now, as it currently sits. I mean, behind at Tennessee. This, <laughs> at this point now, it's all about statements. Going out here and make a statement. Just sit here and say, you know what? I did coach a bad game uh, with the uh, Kentucky game. Um, you just got to blow out every team from here. You need to beat Georgia. Still, even if anything, still beat Georgia. But I think the playoffs, yeah, it's out. But, I mean, miracles can happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, wait, my friend. No, um... <laughs> This ain't the miracle on 34th Street uh, mm -hmm. this year. It ain't, it ain't happening. I don't think this miracle going to happen for us this year. So, <laughs> no. He, he needs to just really just go out and just open up the playbook and just let it go from here out. Like, just play lights out because now you, you ain't playing for the playoffs. Yeah, um, I feel like there's for some, you know, on this team. I mean, man, I, I feel like there's like it's just something missing on the offense. Um, and Brian, yeah, that's definitely this team lacks chemistry. And who are the leaders on the damn field? Yeah, um, that's good. I, I honestly, that is a good question. That don't is, know, uh, Brian. Statement. Um, because you knew who the leaders last year was. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to tell you what, you missing them right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and I'm be honest with you. I'm not going to, I think Emma Jones is a good, is a good quarterback, but I think maybe he's a little too quiet as a leader. He needs to be a little bit more vocal. Brian, you really said it. You, you you really. I think, I think that is he really. That was that was probably the best statement. Who who is it? Who who is our leaders? Because we really, who do you really think is our leaders? The way that we've been playing, who do you think that it, who are our leaders right now? Everybody on defense. All our leaders on defense. <laughs> right. So and, where is that? And, and and even with that, you know, I, I'm trying to think of like a one guy on offense that's just, you know, uh, I, I honestly, especially, um, <laughs> I just I can't see anybody on offense honestly. Right. Honestly, this is the only thing, and I and I do believe. Actually, I take it back. Go I would ahead. say I would say Damian Pierce, but like I said, he's not in the road. Yes, yeah, he, you're right. Rotation, he is a leader, but mm -hmm. the rotation is not giving him that leadership role. Like he, yeah, they like to like roll he should be lot. out on that field. 
Yeah, yeah. There's no way to me. Um, and, and and like I said, I I understand you you want to keep people fresh, and it works sometimes, right? It does. And yes. Every situation is different. That the games they're gonna play is gonna be different situations. But I'm just saying that. Yeah, you well, you have to, you have to the way Damian Pierce runs and how hard he runs. Sometimes you, you let that that's a game, man. That's a bulldozer, man. You just let you just let him just keep running. Because you yeah. see he gets better as the game goes on. Mm-hmm. Now I do think that that freshness does keep him in there. So I do like the two the two at least the two bag system because yeah, but you can do that. Yeah. You can do that and still there's still get him the amount of carries that he he needs to be. To me, back. that game, Emory Jones had 13 carries. Damian Pierce had eight. Um, and to me, that game with Damian Pierce averaging 6.8 a carry. I mean, dude, that, that should no have been flipped should, around at least. Yeah, there's no way Emory should have had um, 13 carries the way mm-hmm. Kentucky was playing defense, and that's why I say. There's other things that you can do to kind of combat um, keeping Kentucky honest on the edges. Like I said, there was no end arounds, but that comes back to a point too. Florida don't really have no slot receivers. That is, the, yeah. Florida don't got no speedy guys out there no more. Mm-mm. And there's no more Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Um, I, and, I mean, and I think it's really showing that to me is showing more than anything is that that guy who can go make a play and 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 turn uh, three yards into eight or ten or even a touchdown, right? Yeah, it's like that's what he's trying to do with Whittemore, but it's not. I don't know. Yeah, Whittemore is just you know to me, I I like Whittemore. I like him now. I'm not no, saying no, no, no. bad he's about not, him. It's just. He's not a slot receiver. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, no, not the not the type of guy that you need to to. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, like honestly, be honest with you, I would put I would actually put Whitmore out. Just keep him on the outside and let uh, shorter end up being in the slot. Man, no, I for me, if at I this was, point, man, the way if I playing. was in the if I was in charge of this team. I would move Jacob Copeland in the slot, and I would put all those other big wide receivers, receivers I can see, on the yep. outside because Jacob Copeland, man, he's that type of dude. Speed. I think you can move him around like you did Kadarius Tony. Remember when Kadarius was moving to the backfield? I yeah. think Jacob Copeland can run those plays and be a mismatch, but I know that's not the position that I don't think he, you know, he's not he's really, really trying well. to be a slot. Right. I think he's more of, you know, outside receiver, but I think honestly, that would be the the best move for Florida to give a guy um, that speedy type of guy, um, and 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 just being able to move them all over the field. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So especially when you have Xavier Henderson, you have Whittemore, you have uh, Shorter, and then also with the emergence of uh, Frazier's coming in, scoring his first touchdown of right. the season. So I don't, you know. You got you got is. the players. You just it's like the position is kind of off, mm-hmm. or you just you just ain't using them right. I mean the quarter, whatever. I just whatever. <laughs> he said whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, 
let's move on and uh real quick we appreciate all you guys coming out to um hang out with us um thank you for coming and listening to us uh, we'll have our uh, audio only podcast uploaded tomorrow is always uploaded on thursdays try to upload it around six o'clock and uh in the morning and so you can follow us on uh spotify google podcast apple podcast uh anchor um also go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button um we appreciate you if you're watching this on facebook uh live as well you head over to our youtube channel hit that like and subscribe button uh hit that notification bell as well um it it'll let you know when we drop our episodes uh-huh. um, and it'll keep you up to date with all of our content so, that's when you know you did something right when you hear that ding that's when you know you did something <laughs> right so yes, please sir. subscribe hit that subscribe button hit that like we enjoy y'all appreciate it and thank y'all for uh chatting with us we really do appreciate that because this is a community this is a community podcast I mean, I know it's us too, but it's a community because that, not just Gator fans, but we fans of football. And so we just want, want y'all to just continue to just ride with us. We're going to just keep the content fresh and bring y'all more exciting, up-to-date news. Yes, sir. We definitely do. Uh, remember to check us out, TalkingSauce.com, where you can find our merch lineup. TalkingSauce.com. We have our Big Sauce collection. Uh, we've got our Champs collection. Uh, we've got hoodies, T-shirt, tank tops. We even have beer glasses. So go ahead, head over there if you want to support our channel. Um, if you guys want to help us out, uh, continue us making that content, we definitely will appreciate it. Uh, we yes, also have yes. our sauce fund. You can help us get these tasty beverages and recommend anything. We'll shout you out on the show. No matter what it is, uh, any type of drinks, don't have to be alcoholic. I know um, a lot of people do not drink alcoholic beverages, but if you just uh-huh. like a flavored drink, anything you like to mix. I know some people like sweet tea and lemonade, so hey, we'll try it. Yeah, <clears throat> All right, Juice. This weekend, Saturday. Yeah, 12, 12 Eastern, the Florida mm-hmm. Gators should be playing at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> He's at six o'clock, <laughs> 11 Central Time, Vanderbilt at the number 20 Florida Gators. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be an exciting game, Juice. It, it is, and <laughs> honestly, at first, I would. Before the week, see, I think I may have did what Florida did because I was not looking really past Kentucky because I knew Kentucky had a good team. But I was like, oh, man, we, we should be blowing these boys out. I'm scared. <laughs> now, I'm not going to sit here and say we're going to lose. I'm not sitting here saying that. But I'm scared the way that we're going to come out and play. Because I don't care if we play playing at home. If you're going to sit here and do that, even on the road, I'm, I'm a little scared. <laughs> yeah. Um, so real quick, let's go ahead. We'll cover 
what Vanderbilt's got going on. So QB Cam Seals, he has thrown for 894 yards with a 56.4 completion percentage. Um, he has five touchdowns, five interceptions. Um, he's been sacked seven times. Uh, Vanderbilt, they have two decent running backs right now. Um, Rocco Griffin and Ramon Ramon Davis. They've got a couple receivers catching passes. Chris Pierce, Will Shepard, Devin Bodie, and Cam, Cam Johnson, Johnson all have over 100-plus receiving yards. Um, so, yeah, it Vanderbilt definitely with their running backs. Looks like they're um, they've thrown the ball 184 times and they've rushed for 173 times. So a balanced team, uh, Vanderbilt is. And hey, it's, you know Vanderbilt has been beaten like a drum already so far this yep. year. But I mean, you know it is what it is. You're playing an SEC game and you got to get up for it. Um, this is where where Florida. We, we want to see the mentality of what the Florida Gators are right now. And uh, we want to see, are they are they still, um, you know, holding their heads down? Are they still sad? Is there right. anybody going to step up? Is there going to be any leaders to show, you know, we here? Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they come out and play in this game. Uh-huh. Uh, I want, uh, you know, with Dan Mullen, I need to see him as well. It's not just the players. You need to see Dan Mullen um, do some different things on offense because what he's yeah. doing right now is just not working. It doesn't no. matter if Emory Jones can't read the field. That None of that matters because guess what? You have to draw up some plays where you make it easier and you get the ball into your playmaker's hands. Yeah. There's no reason that we're struggling to get Jacob Copeland the ball. <laughs> right. He, <laughs> There's if, no reason. I don't care where, if you have to get uh-huh. him the ball on an end around. It doesn't matter. I don't get care if you him, have to put him at Wildcat. I don't care if you have to put him at Wildcat. <laughs> it yep. just is what it is. There are ways that you can um, negate what Emory Jones is struggling with right now. Uh-huh. Um, yep. It just is what it is. Emory Jones, this ain't the first time we saw Kyle Trash struggle his first uh, half season when he took over for Felipe Franks. He struggled with holding on to the ball. There are things that you can do. We saw Felipe Frank struggle. We saw Dan Mullen go play Mississippi State with an amazing defensive line and literally screen game, wide receiver screen them to death. Right. There are things that you can do. And in that Kentucky game, they could have did the same thing. I just think Dan Mullen was not, did not, was not prepared for that game. And he didn't call the best game. It was the worst game I've played. I yeah. don't. I can't remember all the Mississippi State games, but I know at Florida that was the worst game I ever seen. Where I'm just like thinking, like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of people, a lot of fans. They go through the games and they, they, you know, saying, "What are you doing here?" But I feel like this game more than ever for me it was just like it was more of the coaches than the actual players. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This was definitely, definitely a. Uh, this was definitely coaching um, on this one. This this was on the coaches. Uh, but we, I mean, God, uh, Vanderbilt, they're hundred, they're hundred and first 
overall in passing yards with averaging 208. Rushing yard, they 104 with 119. Now, defense should come out. Really, they should shut them out. They shouldn't score at all. Shouldn't. But like you said, I don't know how they're going to come out. Uh, the coach is going to coach, coach better. They're going to do better because that, that's where it's going to start. Yeah. And this is, you know, just going back to Florida for one second, <clears throat> one last thing. And I know I keep talking about Florida, but it is what it is. Man, this is such a Florida thing that you come out and just just for an example, uh, last year, you come out and you you got a great passing offense, great wide receiver, great tight end, and then your offensive line can't block, can't run the ball worth shit, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then this year you come out, yeah, your offensive line is playing good and you can run on, you know, run it around, do this, all that. You're averaging 509 yards per game pretty much. Um, you're you're one of the, the top ten offense uh, as far as in yardage and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And you can't throw the ball with a damn lick. <laughs> and this is such a Florida thing. Like it's either all or nothing. Or nothing, yes, um, and that's and, and and I think too with Florida, um, they 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 have to they have to go back to the drawing board as far as in their personnel, the guy the athletes that they're getting, because um, because these are things that have all have been a knock on Dan Mullen. Um, I know you know you could say at Mississippi State, but I mean to me realistically at Mississippi State. There, you can't. There ain't gonna be too many guys that win at Mississippi State. Uh, I no. think if you take some of the best coaches and put them over there from that situation that he inherited, they wouldn't do any better, right? Right. Um, but now you're at University of Florida, and um, the recruiting class. You know, um, you know, you you have you cannot be, um, you know, where you are in recruiting right now at the University of Florida. It's, right. it's it's showing up on the field when somebody goes down for Florida. The depth, um, it's, uh-huh. it, it's a devastating blow for us. It, yeah. it looks it looks like it looks like when Florida loses a player. And granted, you know this Kyrie, Kyrie Elam um, not being able to play didn't really hurt us too much. No, uh, so, um, that was a good thing. But um, example, I always use this with Kyrie Campbell last year, right? When Kyrie oh, Campbell yeah. went out, I mean, good God, dude! You would have thought yeah. we had, you would have thought we had lost. Um, um, was that boy who played? Uh, oh man, I can't even think of his name. You, you would just, I can't. Uh, he's in the NFL. I think he played for the Rams now. That defensive lineman, uh, I can't call uh, his name. The uh, one that came from Louisville, that one. No, or... no, no. no. Uh, dude, he's like the best defensive line. I don't watch him in the field, but anywho, yeah. um, you would you would think we that we lost like one of the best defensive linemen in the world. The way that Florida was moving people around and struggling, mm-hmm. uh, but Florida just has they they need to get back to um 
you know, number number one through three in the SEC. As it currently sent right now, Florida is ranked number five in the SEC in recruiting. And um, I know it's still early in this – not early, but it's – you know, still have time to make up ground this recruiting cycle. But guess what? Last year, you know what you finished in the SEC, Juice? What was that? Fifth. You know what they finished the year before that, Juice, in the SEC? Yeah. Sixth. Uh, so <laughs> you, you know still you're not even so just even that alone that's letting you know that your your recruiting is gonna let you know about where your team is gonna be at. So and it's showing. So we've been recruiting sixth, fifth, fifth, right, right about now. That's mm-hmm. about where we're at. We and when you go look at the whole uh SEC landscape, where are we at? Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Behind all the guys, all the elite teams, right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think too, the University of Florida just has them wanted more. Um, yeah. This is. I think they're just they're content like, with what they have right now. Mm-hmm. And like um, you said, and, and I didn't. I'm be honest with you, I didn't really want to believe it, but thank you, Q. It, yeah, Aaron. Aaron Donald. <laughs> thank you, Q. Aaron Donald. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm saying that's the way it felt like. That's who I felt like we. I thought we lost. When yeah, we yeah, lost yeah. Campbell, I feel like because we, they we were just a first round pick. <laughs> yeah, they that defensive line was was terrible uh, when he wasn't in. So, um, man, huh? We shall see. Six o'clock in the morning. Saturday. Yo, what up, Kendall? My homie right there. What's going on? Shout out to him. That's the first. He he's the first person to buy a first piece of merch. Okay, then. Thank you. Shout out. Shout out. What's going on? Um, let's see here. Brian Corth. He mentioned Kirby Smart. It's a prime example. Know several top recruits that were promising. So uh, I must have missed the conversation on that. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just, and then also too, the next thing is personnel. And I think this is something that we need to see, Dan Muller. We need to have an evolution. Like, like, and I and I think even tenure coaches like Nick Saban, Nick Saban late in his career went through evolution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had to because guess what? With uh, these offenses, the way that they run the ball, or sorry, the way that they were passing, the way that the quarterbacks were scrambling, these high power offenses, guess what? Mm-hmm. Nick Saban had to do. He had to evolve. They evolve. Mm-hmm. And this is the next step in Dan Mullen's career. And it ain't never too late to do it. Now, yep. I will tell you this. I will tell you this. Some people, it is too late to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, that's that's a whole nother story. But some people, if you are a competitor and you want to be everybody at thumb wrestling and you want to beat everybody at walking, walking and all that, yeah. Guess what? In, you have you to be it. able to. You have to be able to evolve because that you can't you can't keep doing the same things that you always did. Because guess mm-hmm. what? The new people come through. With better and greater ideas than you before. Yep. And if you don't change, and that's just like companies and businesses we've seen in the past, we thought no, all these companies and businesses never will go out of business, right? 
Yep. Guess what? <laughs> New companies yeah, came bet. in and they snatched them up, right? Took them out. Yep. <laughs> so that's Took the same thing with, for me with Dan Mullen. And I think one of his – there's two things – or yeah, I would say two things that I need to see in his evolution. And the first thing for me, if I was Dan Mullen, would be coaching staff. Um, Definitely. And, and I'm not saying I'm not saying anything about whoever on the staff. That ain't enough for me to decide. But I'm just saying as a fan, and what I see is there are guys you could have who can do just as good as job and also recruit, right? Right, uh, right. That's my next step is recruiting. And so um I think Florida definitely you cannot finish in the SEC now. If you if you if you finish um because cause, cause I didn't even talk about the national rankings because Florida, the the positive thing is you finish like normally about 12th, 11th, around there, you know. Nationally. Uh, yeah, nationally. And that's really good, but it's not good in the SEC. No, and, and you see, and you, but it's still, again, where you're still recruiting at is about where you're at. Mm-hmm. And where do we always finish at? Somewhere around 10, 11, 12, 15. We right in that area, so it is what it is. Yep, and you can see teams like Georgia, especially Georgia. The perfect example right now. Go look at their team. They don't got a. They don't got their damn starting quarterback. They don't got their uh-huh. best wide receiver. One of the tight ends. They didn't. They had a freshman tight end leading them in receiving. <laughs> and then yep. not only that, uh, key, uh, 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 Marcus Rosemary Saint, Arian Smith. Uh, they didn't have all sorts of all kind of injuries. Injuries that's been out. Guess what they? Guess what they doing to people? Well, they they beating them to sleep. <laughs> beating them to sleep. And you know why they beating them to sleep? Because <laughs> they got people they yeah. got to replace them with. Yep. Plug yeah. and yeah. play. Yep. And it is what it is. You know, you don't. I know we don't. We don't like Georgia. Blah blah blah. But dude, just go look at the numbers. Numbers don't lie. You're going to look at their recruiting stats. That's why they number one, number two every year in the SEC. And when you number one and number two in the SEC, that means that you're going to compete for championships or at least uh, be very close to competing for championships. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. So Closer than we are. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, and even last year, I mean, we beat them, and they still had finished with a better record than us. <laughs> right. So <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah, those are things. Florida's got to work on it, and Florida, mm-hmm. has, Florida has to want to win football more, more than yep. Dan Mullen does. I'm gonna tell you that. <laughs> yeah, because they got to get behind them. They got to put out some more money. They're mm-hmm. gonna have to shake up the staff, put out more money for recruiting. We gonna, like you said, Florida gonna have to want it more. Yes, sir. All right, Juice. Anything else about Florida, um, Vandy? Um, what do you want to see? What? How about real quick? Uh, y'all can put this in the chat too. Um, what do y'all want to see from the team during this Vanderbilt game? Is there anything that you want to see? Anything that you just you want to build upon? Um, I want to see some shots down the field. I don't care. I don't care if it is on Venom. I, I, mean, need, 
I need to see some throws down the field. I don't care if it's Anthony Richardson. I don't care if it's Emory Jones. I don't care if it's Trent Whittemore. I don't care. <laughs> Throw the ball down the field. <laughs> this is the time I want Dan Mullen just say, you know what? Let's just open up all the open up the playbook and just throw everything out. From here on out, we throwing everything out. I mean, because at least <laughs> the says, cut, 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 no cut, flag. cut the flag. <laughs> that is definitely that would be a big a big plus. <laughs> right there. Because we might get 115 yards going forward and not backwards. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's I mean, just, uh, again, just a complete game, man. Just a, a well-coached game, a well-played game. Like you said, it just takes shots down the field. I mean, because at this point, let's go. Frank Bibbs. Mm-hmm. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. I need to see, like I said, what I, else? I want to see Emory and AR. I want to see the offensive line give them time to stand in the pocket. Um, uh-huh. I think the offensive line <laughs> and during that Kentucky game, they really regressed too because there was a lot of times too where maybe you would have a shot play. And there was a, a lot of times guys were in the backfield. <laughs> oh, yeah. It and, was they were, not- and they were rushing three sometimes, and they were still getting pressure. <laughs> getting back there to them. Yeah, it was – wow, yeah. They they missed um, – they missed quite a few blocks. Uh, boy. Yeah, Kentucky's it- defensive line, they was doing a lot of movement too that was confusing. That was, and that was, that was what was confusing them, man, because what was that uh, – God, dog, I think it was number two for uh, Josh. Started with a P. Yeah, man, he was just (laughs) he literally just living back there, man. Right, he was living in the backfield, man. I mean, when that pressure was coming, he was he was there, man. He was just giving it to us, and like you said, it was every time that that shift that line, and if they're having that problem now, just imagine they can't. They're going to have to pick that up because that's exactly what Georgia does. Oh, yeah. They're going to – Georgia is really good at, at moving, giving you – showing you looks that you don't think you would ever see. Mm-hmm. They bring a lot of different types of coverage where you think the defensive lineman is going to come at you and they'll, they'll move over into a different gap. Yeah, yep. A lot of delayed blitz. They're linebackers right now. I think they might be leading the team in sacks. They're linebackers, so I, I um, it. they they've got man, yeah. If you, I'm gonna tell you, if you continue to play like if if this is the the ceiling for Florida, and you play Georgia like this, we'll be looking at the old times. It was 38 to 14, yeah, 38 20, you know, yeah. Um, gonna get one of them Jim McElwain time. Yeah, you have to, you have to. Man, I just I don't get the <laughs> I get that um, you know Emory might be struggling um, sometimes, but dude, I don't get the point of you not at least like for example Tennessee, right? Uh huh. Joe Milton, right? Did you watch him when he was playing with Tennessee? Uh huh. Did you see how many times he overthrew the ball? 
Oh boy, he was lunching them mugs down there and just was all the way off. But they, but guess what they were doing? They kept taking shots down that field though, Thank knowing you. he was going to overthrow. <laughs> Man, dude, overthrow about ten yards. But guess what? Do that. Hey, take it back down there again. You bound to hit one of these bad boys. You got to at least attempt to do it, dude. Attempt. Florida's not attempting, which. I think Florida has the athletes at the at the wide receivers to be able to attempt the way the offensive line had had for the Kentucky game. There were shots there, and I don't, that's what I'm saying. There's sometimes okay, Emory, you're 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 probably with him. It's more of a um, you're giving him the read before the play, so he has yeah. options, right? But uh-huh. okay, if that's the case, as the coach, you get to tell him where the options are, right? Right, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so if if he's only a couple read, uh, uh, two read guy, then you only give him the deep reads. Reads, right? <laughs> and you have Cause to because then because what's going to eventually happen, especially if you give him deep reads, what you, what should eventually happen, his peripheral will open up and he'll start seeing the short ones. But if you ain't give you all you giving him is the short ones. Guess what? He's not looking downfield. Yep. And that's something that they got to work on. Dan Mullen. Um, you know. It's, it, They're trying to play it too safe, man. They, what, well, what's going on right now with this playbook? The, the way yeah, here's the thing. And I understand that, yeah, we can run the ball better than what we did last year and we probably... Yeah, Kyle Trask is a better passer than than Emory Jones. Maybe. Yeah, he's a, he's a better passer than than Emory Jones. But the way you you had that playbook open up, and how aggressive you were, why you're not that aggressive now? You know what I'm saying? And you can, and you see in that, and that's that's what caused us to lose to Kentucky, not being aggressive, like even. USF, FAU, those games still wasn't even being aggressive. You would, it was like, and I'm going along with them. Oh yeah, we just trying to win, just trying to win. But it's not until you get socked in the mouth and lose, and like, no, nah, you can't be doing it. I should have been saying just staying that from day one. Yeah, yeah, and I just need to see. I guess maybe what I'm saying, I'm probably being uh, unrealistic, but I need to see. You let Emory throw the ball down the field. Yeah, I don't yeah. Care I mean, what, I don't care it, what the results are. Honestly, if it's an interception, guess what? Then I can say, okay, he just can't do it. Do it right. <laughs> I don't like, know if he me, can do it. <laughs> let me, yeah, let us see him. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just I want to see Emory be Emory, like because be honest with you, still, yeah, I haven't yet to see Emory like really be Emory. I think Alabama game was maybe. And I will Probably say this, I will say this too, that um, there was um, – I saw something. Uh, I forget who it was um, um, on Twitter. They had some some numbers on um, Emory Jones. And um, it was just like his pass throws down the field. Um cannot remember who had it. And it wasn't good for Emory. 
Um, and that's even, you know, as as the backup, like his numbers weren't um, good. Either. It weren't good, but I will tell you this. Um, let me see if I can find it. You go go ahead and um, anything else you want to see? Um, go ahead and say something real quick. Yeah. I'm gonna try to find this. Well, for me, I just. They, I don't know, man. They need to just let. I, I mean, like, like the bitch said, just em, empty the clip. There's nothing else to do but just let it ride at this point. Like you said, give um, give Emery the playbook and say, "Hey, look downfield," but you know. Show him his checks, like, hey, all right, dump it off to the. I take the shots downfield, like you said. I, I, I could care less if he sit here and throw an interception, but you got to take shots downfield. There's nothing else to it. Yeah, you got to at least attempt. Uh, like I said, the numbers um, showing Emory Jones, and I forget who it was. Um, but yeah, the numbers of him throwing downfield they they weren't great, but they were, um, and and that's why you you um, guys can get better, right? Like, yeah. yeah. But to get better, you have to work on those things. And right. I know that we don't really get to see everything in practice. Damon knows what Emory can do, and that's probably why he's not doing it uh, because he's not comfortable with it. But. Um, I think you have to sometimes in a game like this, you have to at least attempt to do it to keep these guys honest. Because Kentucky, the athletes, Kentucky at Florida is, is a different be. level. It's a different right. level. It just is. <laughs> you should you should have been taking shots downfield. Yeah, agreed. All right, man. Um, well, let's move on. I don't have anything else to say about it. We'll see what happens. Being at a dead horse. Twelve Eastern. And let's get to these um, pickums. Yeah, sauce pickum of the week. And before oh, we get last, that, I'm about to put it up on oh, the screen. Juice, guess What's what, up? man? You are a lucky son of a gun. You know that. What I want again? No, you didn't. Oh, um, yeah. ah, good. Hey, <laughs> good one. Yeah, I do. <laughs> no. Yeah, you, you, you no, did. You um, got it. So our big sauce week five winner, B Dub. My yeah, guy, okay, Brandon. He went Brandon, six and right. nine. Uh, he picked the better Ole Miss score. It it didn't matter. He had the best um, pick them this week. Best. Um, yeah. Everybody else was five and nine and below. Um, damn Juice, Florida. Huh? That's it. That damn Florida. Oh man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Juice, you went um, this week. You went four and nine. And your Ooh. boy, Juice, your boy brought us home hey. with the big one and nine, Coach. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I told you I was trying to do something different last week. Yeah, you and, definitely um, did it. I'm going to make sure uh, that I never do that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you definitely did something different. No, big sauce. Big yeah, sauce. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that uh, that southern grist, that southern grist last week must have been flowing, cause <laughs> hey, it was flowing real good. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, you know, on the podcast last week, you asked me, you said, man, were you feeling sick? Because I started towards the end of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. That's when I started feeling sick, for real. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, it got me. So, let's get into these picks here real quick, Juice. Yes, sir. Put these things up. And we'll start with this week. Um, no stats or anything. We just we about to do this quick uh, <laughs> and get up out of here. So uh, this week we got Oklahoma versus Texas. Um, what you think you hear juice for you? Ooh, this is this is going to be uh, actually this is going to be a real good game. Um, Texas still trying to is still trying to prove some. Oklahoma is still got to prove something as well uh, to show that they need to be in in the playoffs and being taught um, in the playoff talk. So they need to come out handily um, and handle Texas. But he says he's going with Texas. That's I, I I'm gonna have to go with Q. Um, be honest with I, I feel like it can go either way, but I think Texas have a little bit more to try to prove. And this to be definitely, especially after losing to Arkansas, just to be a definitely big proving for them. So I'm going with Texas. Okay. Um, and, yeah, so Lincoln Riley versus uh, Steve Sarkeesian, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like I like their running back at Texas. Wasn't like uh, Robinson. Um, he's he's really good. They're running back, and then Oklahoma man. Yeah, they've been struggling with old Spencer Rattler and living yeah. on Florida bowl game win hype. Um. Hmm. This is a tough game for me. Yeah. Um. Man, hmm. I'm going to go with – this is a tough game. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go with Texas. Why not? Texas. <laughs> yeah. Although I feel like I should be picking Oklahoma. <laughs> I know. That's how I feel, too. I, I feel the same way, too. All right, man. Let's move on to the next game here. Um, let me go back here. That should be a really good game. Is that game at what time is that game at the Texas Oklahoma game? Man, they always eleven o'clock. Uh, oh yeah, it's a, uh, Central Time, and that's crazy, man. <laughs> get that early today. Yep. Uh, so and that was number six Oklahoma at number twenty one Texas. Yeah, picking Texas would definitely be an upset, but we've seen a million upsets. Wait, so this season gone. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So then uh, next game we'll go ahead and hit number thirteen Arkansas at number seventeen Ole Miss. Yeah, I'm going Arkansas. Yes, sir. <laughs> Give me Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I said, I don't think Ole Miss is just not ready yet, man. 
and Mississippi State. Gonna, yeah, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. Tough, yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and pick our Florida Vanderbilt score. Oh God, dang! <laughs> I <don't> do that. <sighs> Thirty-eight ten. I don't even know why I ain't confident with it, but thirty-eight ten, Florida. <laughs> um, Q, what do you pick? What is that? Uh, Razorback. <laughs> <laughs> uh man, Florida Vanderbilt score. You said thirty-eight ten. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna pick. Thirty eight ten. You said, oh man, ah, uh, gosh, I don't know why tonight. Tonight's so hard right now for me. Um, I'm gonna pick Florida scores. For the first time this season, Florida scores 45. Vanderbilt. I'm going to give them uh, – let's give oh. Vanderbilt 24. 24. Yeah. going to be the most points they scored. I, I wouldn't doubt it. No, they scored oh, – they- yeah, they scored uh, 30 against a couple people. Oh, okay. No, they I scored guess. 30. They scored 30 once this year. Okay. Like 30. Let's see. They scored 23, uh, 24, 23, 0, <laughs> and uh, 30. 30. Uh. So I would be their second high scoring game. Yeah. Q says 31-10. Right. We'll be shocked. I would be shocked with a 17-10 game. Let's move on. Next game, we got number two, Georgia, at number 18, Auburn, at Jordan-Hare Stadium, 230. Hope I'm wrong, but Georgia. Yeah, give me Georgia. Them Bulldogs. Yeah, better. And then we'll go to uh, what else we got on the list here? We got number or LSU at number sixteen, Kentucky, six thirty. Huh. Q says, give me Georgia. Frank says, 45-21 Georgia. Yeah. I'm going with LSU. Me too. <laughs> That's okay. exactly who I picked. 
Especially with what they put up, man. But, yeah. They put up on that field again. Boy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I still think Kentucky can still beat LSU, but. Oh, yeah. No, they can. But it would but, have to. I think LSU going to have to do some stupid stuff, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like Florida did. <laughs> Florida did, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go to number one, Alabama at Texas A&M, Kyle Field, College Station. Yeah, I already know. Yeah. Well, man. Nah, let's yeah. Go over. Let's yeah, go over let's go. <laughs> yep, I already know that one. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's no just in hell. Um, it would be funny if they did, though. But yeah, but next ain't. game we got on the docket is South Carolina at Tennessee. Neyland Stadium. Uh, I'm going going with Tennessee. Me too. Yeah, too easy. Yeah. And then we have our Friday night game. Stanford at number 22, Arizona State. Sun Devil Stadium. Now, that's going to be a good game. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, I know Stanford's loss of what three games? Yeah, uh, Arizona Oregon? State. Yeah, and then go and beat Oregon. Crazy. Um, this is just the way the college football season goes. And right. the Ar- Arizona State, they're four and one. So, uh, yeah, man, they go and lose the BYU, beat right. UCLA. <laughs> yeah, Crazy. it's weird. I, I'm I'm I don't know, but I I'm going with Stanford. I'm going with uh, Arizona State, sir. Okay. Our first different pick, right? Different pick. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Let me take oh the whole Herm Edwards. <laughs> yeah. Let's go here. Uh, Q says Tennessee. You got Arizona State. Frank says the Sun Devils. Yeah. And I know I, I think, yeah, I've got that old Herm. <laughs> yeah, last time I picked Herm, he lost to. <laughs> so yeah, it is what it is. Yes, right. <laughs> and then we have our big sauce game of the week. 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 Number four, Penn State at number three, Iowa. Iowa. Man, that's going to be a real good game, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. going to be played um, in wait. Iowa. It's gold. It's going to mm-hmm. maybe change the game for me a little bit. So it's going to be played in Iowa. Frank says Iowa. Q says Iowa. Damn, I want to go Penn State. But my my innards are telling me Iowa. So I'm going with my innards. <laughs> you said the innards. Well, you sound yeah. like, sound like you're from uh, <laughs> uh, like King Arthur's time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um... This is going to be – also, you got to pick your score. You oh, uh, your 21-24. Yeah, 
It's going to be a low-scoring game, man. Yeah. Um, neither offense is extremely great, but both defenses have been playing pretty solid this year, especially uh-huh. Iowa. Um, hmm, don't really love Penn State's offense. Don't really love Iowa's offense. <laughs> yep. Um, what a but let me see here. Penn State. Um, and then Iowa. Hmm. This is a tough game because I do like James Franklin. Um, every once in a while, I like him. <laughs> and then Iowa. Oh, boy. Give me Penn State. Let's go. Penn State. All right. The Nifty Lions. What you got for the score? For my score, I'm going to go. Seventeen to twenty-one. Seventeen twenty-one. Okay. No, take it back. Twenty-one twenty-four. Twenty-one twenty-four. Okay. Be an interesting week, man. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna see how things are gonna shape out. Yes, sir. Oh God. Oh, well, man, good show. Um, yeah, you know. I hope sorry. y'all Saturdays uh, gonna be better this Saturday than it was last Saturday. And yeah, sorry if we feeling like the energy might be low or Debbie Downers over here. It just is what it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thank mean, you, Gators. Yeah, <laughs> we'll um, continue. I love college football in general, so. Hey, oh, there's a lot of games, yep. still good games to be played. Hey, it sucks my team losing, but hey, it is what it is. I'm not the first time I see my team. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. This ain't my first stage of this. No, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so we'll be back next week. Remember, every Wednesday, 8.15 Central Time, 9.15 Eastern. And um, we appreciate all you guys coming out. Our audio-only listeners, thank you for listening um, to another episode of Talking Sauced. And remember, TalkingSauce.com. Hey, get some get swag. Your merch. Get some swag. Get some merch. Look good. Flex right. on the people. <laughs> right. Give them something to talk about. Yes, sir. Juice, I'm going to holler at you, my guy. Yes, sir. Y'all all have a good one. Thank you, my brothers and sisters, for coming, coming out and joining with us tonight. Thank y'all. See y'all again next week. I thought you was about to hit him with the uh, Nick Neck Patty who had a dog on both. Yeah. 2000 0 party over. Read the time. My bacon. Smelling fine. Smelling fine. All right. I'll holler at you. All right, brother. Have a good one, man.